Hi, this is uh, Troy Hartilius and Akaya Siegel. And this is episode four of the Dad Bod Diaries. Today, we kind of want to talk about sticking to your plan, um, not going off on tangents like we were. Tangent. 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 <laughs> and sticking to your goal and not web MDing, as Akaya would like to put it, your fitness goals. Yes. So when you are following a program given to you by either your personal trainer or your coach, or um, like if you are working with a professional or you found a program that does work best for you, it's finding those things, those incremental things slowly but surely um, that will add up to going to the big goal. Like For example, let's say Troy gave me a plan and said, Akaya, follow this for the next six weeks. Um, then I start following it, but then I'm like, hey, maybe I'm not losing as quickly as I want to, and you start getting into your head. And it's happened to me, it's happened to my clients, it's happened to some people that I know as well, where you're like, okay, I'm cruising along, and then you step on that scale, and it's like everything backtracks, right? Maybe you gained weight a little bit more, or maybe you're fluctuating in water a lot, or maybe you the goal isn't to lose weight and you're losing a bunch of weight or however much it is or what whatever it is, right? The thing is, is that number literally measures your hair, the water, the things you've eaten today, you know, on, on top of that, your fat mass and your lean body mass. But everything goes into that number to where there's so many different factors that can be. So when you do step on that scale, like it's going to make you panic and it's going to make you get in your head. When I was in prep for the Northern Classic, I was so obsessed over the scale and I didn't lose a pound. And for me, I was like, I don't understand. But what I was doing besides my regimen was I was stressing myself out. I was bringing my cortisol levels up high. And what that does is it literally prevents your body from losing weight and gaining any form of a muscle, right? Which is not good in your business. Oh, no, absolutely not. Yeah, you're, you're, you're in the muscle business. Yeah. <laughs> the muscle business. Yeah, I can't. Exactly. <laughs> so I started, you know, Googling my, like, hey, like, why is this working? Should I be trying something else? And then when you Google something, it is literally an overload of information. Well, you need to try this diet, or you need to do this, or you need to, you know, fast for X amount of time. Um, I actually saw an ad the other day, believe it or not, that they said in order to be an advanced faster, you have to fast for 20 hours. I was like, please don't do that. Please do not do that. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I was actually kind of upset. I was like, why is this being advertised? It's not fasting. That's starving yourself. Okay. There's a difference. I think there's, that brings up a really important point. None of anything that goes on Google has to be peer reviewed none of it has to be proven scientific fact it can be hearsay i could literally go on there right now put on a tinfoil hat and say that i saw sasquatch and people will believe it it just doesn't matter right Mm -hmm. so remember that whatever you're getting your info from if you're trying to get it on there you're probably not getting quality info it's like going to fast food yeah yeah i I thought you did see sasquatch though i didn't see sasquatch (laughs) that might have been jake yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, and the reason what, what Troy said, I call it WebMDing your um, fitness. Now, you know when you feel sick and you decide to, you know, Google or WebMD your symptoms, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to die tomorrow. If <laughs> you're like, oh, here's my symptoms, and then it tells you, oh, you're going to have this disease or whatever it is. Like, you know, it's the same thing with your results, right? Hey, I'm not maybe, you know, hey, this isn't working for me, or, or this isn't working as fast as I want it to then, okay, I'm just going to Google and try to get a quicker option. Quicker options are not the best options. It's about being consistent. It's about following your regimen. It's about 
doing the little steps like making sure you're on top of your food, your water, your sleep, and your exercise. So then that way it all comes together in the end when you do finish your, your split. I think it's important to remember, although everybody generally has the same adaptations that occur, your body is different than the person that's next to you. Yes. Okay. So if you're measuring only by weight, then you're missing out on a whole lot of info. If you're measuring weight and body fat percentage and inches and all of that, then you're really getting a better picture of what's happening to your body. Heck, you could be losing inches, but maybe gained weight. I had a client, we power lift together. She lost a ton of weight and she looks fit and thick, thick with two C's, not a K. And she feels really good, but guess what? She weighs more than she did. She weighs more than her weight class, but she looks really good and she's really happy with her results. It's not always the scale. Sometimes it's just about how you feel when you're in here. Yeah, exactly. And another thing that a lot of people don't know is there's three different body types. So there's ectomorph, endomorph, and mesomorph. So what, going off of what Troy said, my body type's completely different than Troy's body type. 100%. Yeah. Um, versus like, it, it just shows that what will work for some people doesn't work for another person. Or maybe somebody is really easy for them to lose body fat. But it's impossible for them to keep or sustain any muscle or maybe it's easy for somebody to lose body fat and muscle um going on a little like rant for a second like my boyfriend will eat like one chicken breast and be like oh, look i've lost five pounds like he lost like one percent body fat in four days and i can just like just give him the finger but he has that metabolism and that muscle memory and that body type right and there's other people who can literally look at cake and gain five pounds you know so it's it's finding that program and working with that professional that it will be like hey what are you doing what are you currently eating and then they can learn your, yourself and your body and then you also need to learn your body what works best for you what doesn't work best for you for me like my body fluctuates really high with dry carbs it gains a lot of water weight versus wet carbs where it doesn't go gain as much so it's finding what works for your body as well also if we plan out your program follow it Yes. I'm <laughs> I'm probably the worst at this because I, I well I really like to power lift and part of that is finding out how strong that I've gotten. And there's once in a while where I'm feeling really into myself and got the pre workouts kicked in and I got the belt on and some chalk. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna lift really heavy today. When really I should be working on like a five by five or I should be working on a three by five or whatever it may be. And so following your plan so you can get the best absolute results you can is super key so if your plan is to come in four or five days a week whatever it may be and you have specific things you're supposed to be doing in here don't skimp do not skimp because you're only you're only hurting yourself you're only hurting your results like it doesn't affect your trainer it doesn't affect anyone else but you so you're missing out on your results if you're not doing everything that you're supposed to be doing while you're here right and then we can also be our own worst enemies you know we can get into our own heads we can overthink things, underthink things, you know, it's just, it's literally taking it day by day and then follow maybe like an internal checklist with yourself, you know, did I hit my macros? Uh, have I done proper nutrition today? Did I go to work out? Did I stretch? You know, did I make sure that I stayed hydrated and drink over a gallon of water, you know? And then by doing each one, it will give you a little bit more peace of mind knowing that you're doing what you need to do. 
um, and everything that, sh that your body needs and it will follow it just sometimes you won't lose as quickly as you want to sometimes you won't gain muscle as quickly as you want to I can preach to that choir pretty quickly um, <laughs> but and then but the thing is is the fact that you're doing what you need to do and you're being consistent is all that matters you can't you know splurge for like four days and then be super consistent for two and then be like I deserve this and then do more back to four exactly yeah. you know right? it's a cheat day not a cheat month yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a cheat meal not a cheat day <laughs> just kidding we all have those days <laughs> just adding on that it's just consistency is king and don't compare yourself to other people like if you think that you should be getting there's a reason why biggest loser the show is off air and is just coming back on and it's because they did things not necessarily the best way they did a lot of stuff where people were very undercaloried, people were not eating what they should have been, and they were losing far too much weight, and that's why you only see a few success stories out of it, and you mm -hmm. don't see a ton. Yep. And that's because there's a lot of rebound weight on the back end of all yeah, of this. Yeah, they were probably like an intense deficit. And that, that's actually a really good point. Um, when it comes to deficits, okay, so what you have is you have your maintenance calories. Now these are the calories that you have to stay where you're at. You don't want to lose anymore, you don't want to gain anymore, you just want to maintain, cruise, and just do your regimen, right? Those maintenance ca calories are what's going to help keep your results without gaining weight or losing muscle, right? And then from that maintenance calorie numbers, what you can do is you can create a surplus or a deficit um, based off of those numbers. Now the surplus can be up like 500. So let's say you want to put on some in intense muscle and work on that building phase and eat more. Um, you can do that with the surplus. And then with the deficit, it's the same thing. Like let's say you want to lose weight or you want to like tone up a little bit and shred down, then you can put yourself in a deficit. Now the most like nine times out of 10, when people come with me for nutrition, they put themselves on so low of a deficit to where their body is so stressed out that whenever they do give into something or eat something that their body's not used to or eat unregimentedly um, or just eat something that they just haven't had in a long time, Kick. their body, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> their body freaks out and it, it holds on to, it keeps more body fat and it also builds the body fat and eats your muscle because your muscle is more calorie dense than fat is. So your body's like, hey, I'm going to eat this awesome muscle and then use the use the body fat for energy. Not, right? uh, not only that, is if we look at like the process it takes to break down fat and to break down muscle, muscle is more available than fat is. Fat is like a high energy nutrient, but it takes a lot of energy for us to be able to break it down. And it takes a lot of time for us to break it down. So it's better for us long term to get it from like carbohydrates and things like that when we're at rest we're naturally burning fat and we just don't burn a ton but when we're in movement we burn a lot of carbohydrates very little proteins we'll get energy from and then some fats and so it's finding out a balance throughout the day that keeps you very well energy and if you listen to your body if you're wishing for sweets maybe you need a few more carbs in your diet mm -hmm. if you're wishing for fats then it's telling you hey maybe i need to like you're wishing for like a greasy burger or whatever maybe maybe we need a few more fats because you're not completely satiated or maybe we need some more proteins in your diet mm -hmm, exactly um and then one like there's actually been a few clients that have come to me from the beginning and they start they put themselves at eating 800 calories a day 
and that is not enough, right? Because you, you, yeah, you have your BMR, which is your basal metabolic rate, how much you're naturally burning, being yourself, eating, breathing, typing. Being y'all's beautiful selves. Yeah, exactly. Netflix and chilling, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe not the chilling part. Yeah, chilling's a little it. bit yeah. of extra calories. <laughs> um, we did not account for those. <laughs> um, so, and then you have your active BMR, which is how much you're burning on top of exercising, right? And so... Let's say your natural BMR or your active BMR is like 1,800 to 2,000 and you're eating 800 calories. Ooh. Your body is in catabolic state, which means that it is eating your muscle and keeping your body fat for energy. And that's why you'll feel tired, fatigued, grumpy. I get hangry. I don't know about anybody else. And I can admit that. <laughs> um, and your body like needs something. So what you have to do is you're gonna have to go through like a reverse diet where you slowly incrementally increase your calories. So then you're able to eat a little bit more. And I had a client, I got her to increase her calories from 800 to about 1600. Granted, she didn't work out. Um, and she lost 25 pounds. And she's like, how am I eating more and losing weight? It's like, well, your body needs it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just making sure that you follow your trainer. Like, that's a huge thing. They're, they've been through this before. They've helped other people get through it. And they've had their own story about it. Um, I, I, if you all haven't listened to the episode, go back and listen to it. But we talk about kind of our why and where we're at. I believe it's episode two. But we've all been there before. We've all done crash. We've all done some sort of fad where it doesn't work very well. And it's more harm for your body than good and harm for your goal than good. Mm -hmm. And listen to the people that have already made the mistakes and jump over them, hurdle over them, and learn from their mistakes. And so that's what's really helpful about having a trainer. Not only do they have knowledge and background in it, but their experience firsthand and secondhand on all of it is super beneficial. One thing to add to that too is making the most of your 24 hours, right? We talk about consistency, right? And let's say you're coming to the gym and you are killing it. You are hitting the hardest hour, hour and a half workout that you have ever hit. You're sweating, your muscles are sore, you just burned 500 plus calories or you just feel just like you've been hit by a train afterwards, right? Don't spend the next 23 hours eating like crap and then completely counteracting what you did, right? Yeah. It's about nutrition and training being hand-in-hand, hand, right? Nutrition is 80% of that, and then 20% is the exercise. So if you really hit it as hard as you can, and you're burning and you're doing the, you know, all that stuff, granted, you probably are building muscle, which is fantastic. But if you want to, the goal is to shred down, or if the goal is to get into better shape or get healthier, make sure that you have healthy habits that kind of surround that as well. One, don't starve yourself, um, but also don't, like, overdo it, you know? And I'll be like, I earned this whole pizza to myself, you know? <laughs> All 2,000 calories of this pizza. I used to do that, actually. Like, when I, when I first started working out, I'm yeah. like, I'll fix the diet later. I earned this. <laughs> <laughs> See, we have all been there. We've all done that. Um, back to like Akaya's point, just make it make it for you, okay? Do those habits don't happen overnight. Onion it on. Pick one thing that you can fix today. If if you're eating out every single day, like you're going to fast food, whatever it be, you have a burger every Tuesday, change that burger up. Go for a salad instead of that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just small changes. Small changes create big change if you look at avalanche starts with a little bit of snow mm-hmm. and it snowballs into this giant slide 
And I think that's important to remember is when it comes to our results, if we can start small and layer on, we're gonna create long-term results. And that's what a lot of your trainers will do and they're gonna prescribe for you. You're gonna be small changes that will affect you for long-term. And that, that's all our goal is because ideally, me and Akaya aren't gonna work with the same people a decade later. Ideally, we have a whole new set of people. I mean, we love our love the people we work with now. But ideally, we're going to be working with a set of people that need us again, not people that just want to hang out with us. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Plus, but if my clients are out there and they're listening to this, I would totally work with you forever. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how you called it onioning, like because the onions have layers. <laughs> oh my God, this is awesome. Don't cry. <laughs> oh. oh, goodness, goodness gracious. Yeah, and if you guys have any questions when it comes to you know, where do I start or how much should I be eating or based off of your goals, um, don't be afraid to talk to, you know, Troy and I about it um, and just let us know what you feel um, or if you have any questions, okay? Yeah, I got you, I got you. Yeah, just let us know. It's Akaya at FitnessQuest or Troy at FitnessQuest.com and just let us know if we can help you out in any way, shape, or form. Um, This has been the Dad Bod Diaries. And we are out.